love the big screen. So fresh and so clean. It's all in my dreams. It makes me want to scream. PSP, PSP. All I want for Christmas is my PSP. <laughs> Continue. Jesus <laughs> Continue podcast episode 140 for ensuring that when when one one 15 years have passed in your life that we will not let you forget all I want for Christmas is my PSP. What was my that from again? That was Sony manufactured a like what they purported to be a fan site. It was like a teens fan. Oh, boy. Oh, right. The PSP in 2007. And like, it was very fucking clearly a 30 year old man. Like it was not like this person hadn't been a teenager in 2007 since the 80s. And how do you do fellow kids? It was it was like pre how do you do fellow kids on 30 Rock too? like it was the like the peak true how do you do fellow kids yeah so it was like a blog and then a rap video appeared on youtube and at first sony was like no they're real fans <laughs> they're real fans and then took it down from youtube and like and then people found out that the channel was still existed even though the video was gone and it was registered to sony <laughs> good good job yeah great job uh, those people who are uh, embody weariness in a way that is heretofore unknown by man is none other than Staff Roberts, Dave Roberts. Uh, Sony. I don't like Dave. How do you feel? I don't like. How do you like video games? I don't like. Okay, I I think I pinpointed my feelings because like halfway through this video, we're talking on the right after the PlayStation showcase because we're topical sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Usually by accident, yeah, but by, totally yes. by accident. Yeah, uh, and yeah, it was like halfway through, and I was just like, I don't feel anything about this. I'm like, part of it is just like, like I'm just looking at all of the time required to invest in all of this. I'm like, I don't have that anymore. But two, like, I like even the Metal Gear trailer, like something that's like, or like Talos Principle Two, the thing that's like, oh, I'm like, this is the part where David pumps his fist because he's excited about the game sequel to a game no one played uh hey all three of us played Dallas principle Su- we all liked susan Su- 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 did not Su- play Su- susan didn't you play that Ta- you did you not to play Dallas principle it is part of my brand that i have never played Dallas <laughs> principle <laughs> that person that person whose incredulity literally almost set skype on fire right now is none other than susan art susan Talos Principle is a puzzle game. I understand. <laughs> Look, Dan has been trying to get me to play this game. I believe the entirety of our relationship. I don't like puzzles where you're aiming lasers at mirrors. <laughs> that make, that makes sense. So okay, there's a lot of that in there, that game. Yeah, there is a cartoon. There is a cartoon called Gravity Falls. Yes, the only thing that comes close to a godlike entity in. Uh, Gravity Falls is an entity called Time Baby, who is a gigantic 
like immortal omniscient baby who rules over all and talks like this and rules decrees from like the endless the endlessness of time and one of the greatest scenes is like time babies like royal guards like are going to offer him like a drink of antimatter and they like hold up the drink and it's the only time time baby ever behaves like a baby they're just like <laughs> and some one of my favorite things about being friends with you susan is that there are games that like narratively aesthetically and like content wise speak so directly to you <laughs> But unless you discover them for yourself, if like somebody's like, Susie, you gotta try this, it's like, mm, no. Mm, no. <laughs> it's like 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 chat GBT would fucking create Talos principle like for you. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> Anyway, I don't like puzzles where you point dangerous at mirrors. <laughs> That's not the right puzzles. That's, That's the wrong. Oh my God. That's the wrong puzzle. I feel like we'll get to pointing lasers at things puzzles too, because boy does Link have to do that a lot. Uh oh, have you guys not encountered beams of light in no, Tears of the King? Yeah been directing some beams of light in the desert <laughs> it's just it's the gift that keeps on giving there's just there's so much right, yeah we are recording this directly after the the sony presentation i missed half of it because of life obligation you missed the bad part so oh, wow so i well, like wait, the, the second the, half was the best the... part oh no i thought you meant the 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 first half no he liked no. the bad part okay i i i watched uh the last thing i saw was metal gear Sol the metal gear solid delta uh snake you mean the circle of life video the circle of life the video circle. <laughs> snakes in the way uh <laughs> i like i don't think i i well, i'm very curious what you guys think of this like before like dave i don't want to break your flow but yeah do you guys think that Metal Gear Solid Delta will be successful? Like, do you think that, like, this will be, like, ooh, gangbusters, everybody's buying it game, or no? No, of course not. Why? Like, do you, do you think it's that the, the moment has passed for this series? Or, I, I think that the audience that exists for Metal Gear games, I think they are underestimating how much like Joe public cares about the author associated. Oh, with okay. Well, th no, Joe public does not care whether you not, if they don't care, not no. at all. No, 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 no. But I also think Joe public doesn't care about Metal Gear. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They, they, they skated right on past the, uh, the 3DS remake of snake eater. So no, I, I think, I just don't think like if if there's a company that's gonna do it, I don't think Konami is gonna be the one to make people care about it. Like granted, like no. Phantom Pain did sell really well, but yeah. it also felt like yeah, like like it was just like it was also eight years ago. Yeah, it was a very different time, and like it also felt like that game felt like a definitive statement of like okay, Metal Gear's done now. Goodbye. Yeah. 
we're gonna run off for the sunset and kojima's gonna do his own stuff and it's like at this point i don't know like like who who is it for is it like i even i am just like i'm not i don't know like i'll play it but (laughs) i don't care all right i don't care so i mean i'm ready to be annoying about metal gear again but that's like a whole other thing separate from snake eater what what happened after metal gear uh let me pull up the let me pull up the list because i got warrior 64's thing wake Yes, Alan Wake 2. Right, no, 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 I did see I did see Alan Wake 2 and it oh. looked like like the presentation of Alan Wake 2 looked amazing. Mm-hmm. Like graphically, like uh, um I didn't uh I the volume was off, so I didn't catch the name of the uh FBI agent, but like when they show like just the view of like her fighting things, I was like, "Oh shit, Sam Lake gets to like make things that look like they do in his brain now." Yeah. Like fight yeah. like we've achieved full brain Sam Lake. You get yeah, and you also get to see Sam Lake fully rendered in 3D like well, he, was, he still has that like semi constipated look though, which is kind of nice. It'll never go away. So okay, after Alan Wake, uh little I, a I Citizens Creed Mirage, Anthony. That looked like old Assassin's Creed. Assassins. Am I going to I'm not I'm not it actually, I thought it was maybe a reboot of Assassin's Creed 1. Like, that's how OG it looked. Yeah. That's what it's Which was like, nice. That's, that's how they're, like, pitching it. Yeah. Like, it is. So, Assassin's Creed Mirage is not the next, yeah. like, canonical Assassin's Creed. I, it is, like, smaller, more contained. It is It is old, ye old Assassin's What's the Creed. one? Like, because there's, there's two that they're working on. Like, one is, like... The normal That's game. This one is supposed to be like, what if Assassin's Creed was everything? There's That's, like another yeah. one that they were working on, right? I'm, Am I? I'm yes. sorry. What? Yeah, it's, they're like it's... they're trying to do like they're gonna try to Fortnite Assassin's Creed, or at least like that was they're... the plan. I don't like Ubisoft it... looks like they're in such disarray that like I don't like. Did you see? I was talking about this on our Discord a couple days ago, going like, "Didn't they cancel that Sands of Time like remake?" Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Indefinite hold, and then today there was an announcement that it was in the like commencement phase, and it's like, Mm -hmm. what? (laughs) You announced this game three years ago, guys. The other day I went outside, and all of a sudden I heard, "Excuse me, would you Americans have five dollars or?" And I was like, "What is that accent?" And they were like, "Sorry, I've fallen on hard times." So I was like, "Wives Gillimot, is that you?" And Wives Gillimot was outside, and he was like pushing like a cart that had half finished builds of Skull and Bones and Beyond Good and Evil Two in it, and he was really, he was in rough shape. Capcom has remade three Resident Evil games (laughs) in the time that this game has been in development. Yeah. So that look, Susan. What was there anything of no? What like anything that happened? Marathon. Just... Marathon. Wait, but Bungie's remaking Marathon. Oh okay. shit! Like like real like yeah. Yeah. like on your yeah. Mac old Marathon. Okay, yeah. But also, let me pull this up because uh, someone else quote tweeted a thing that immediately deflated any interest that I had in this. It is oh. a, a PvP extraction shooter. Fuck off. What? 
That's not a marathon remake. He announces marathon, a new sci-fi PvP extraction shooter. What is an extraction shooter? Like a multiplayer thing where, like, you have to get in, no, get something out. It's Capture the Likes. Who said they made Capture the They turned marathon a narratively dense wackadoo sci-fi FPS. I was so excited. I was like, yeah. Become legitimately a, pumped. Become a runner and here's from the website, which just has a little teaser. Become a runner and Bungie's new sci-fi PvP extraction shooter. Compete for survival, riches, and renown in a world of evolving persistent zones, where oh. any run can lead to greatness. And then oh. just you take the balloon and you go. <laughs> that's the opposite of yeah. That's marathon. not what marathon is. That's not. Well, here's what's also bumming me out. The the trailer, which was not gameplay at all, it was just all aesthetics and vibes, is one of the most beautiful things I have ever seen. It's it's so stylistic and uh, incredible to look at. It's really, so I'm like, combine that, and then I'm like, is this Marathon? Did they make Marathon? And then (laughs) I was was losing my mind, and now it's like, oh, it's, it's, it's a multiplayer game. Yeah, Sony didn't buy, Sony didn't buy Bungie for its single player Nope. Uh, bona fides. Why can't Sing, it single... be both? Why can't it be <laughs> both? Why can't? Was what was oh, uh, hey. a marathon merch is already available for pre-order on the Bungie store. So. Well, that's what oh. matters. Did, did we? Did they show Wolverine? Was the Wolverine? No, they did. No, Spiderman. Yeah, with the oh, Glenn Spider-Man, 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 which it it lo- I mean, it looks good. Of course, it yes, Cravens and Cravens in it. That. Sp- Glenn Spiderman looks very, CPA. Very good. Yeah, yeah, uh, You could you get like now he does TurboTax. Yeah, uh, like it's a whole new skill tree. I I need to talk about the Square Enix Splatoon though. Oh, the phone mean- Tick TikTok Splatoon. Can, yeah. Can I say something really gross just very quickly? I when has it ever stopped you? Whatever we have said to that question. I don't under I don't think more jizz effects are the way to go for us. <laughs> well, here's the no. He, here's what it is though. Okay, how? What? When did the first platoon come out? Twenty. It was a uh, 2014. Okay, so almost ten years. Almost ten years. Oh my god. Now, if they had kids who played mm. Splatoon. And they're 10 years older, and they're in that age zone where it doesn't feel cool to play Splatoon anymore because it looks like it's for kids. Sure. Hello, let us segue you to the foam party. Go to go to the foam party where all the characters are just always doing the, like, thirst trap TikTok dance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I just, I I would not spend money on a multiplayer only Square Enix experience unless it's been around for at least 10 months. Yeah, well, 10 months? Try they have to survive <laughs> a month. <laughs> Square Enix. Show me show me one Square Enix multiplayer focused game that has made it past 60 hey, days. Each copy of the game should include a guarantee that this game will exist <laughs> for at least a year. Did you you open it and it's just like like they've relabeled the Babylon's Fall discs. That's that's all. It's like, just scratched out in a sharpie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, they show Dragon's Dogma two. 
They showed very good. Like, did they actually show it? Yeah, 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 they, they, yeah. it looks. Yeah. Cool. I showed the game. It looked, you know, whatever. It looks like Dragon's. If that's your jam, it looks. Cool. If if that's your thing, then you will enjoy it, right? Like, if the it it's very, it looks very generic. If the partner characters don't look like dead-eyed mannequins, then it's not Dragon's. Yeah, if, if you don't finish the game and realize that the per the the way that the romance system is that your your lover at the end of the game is the shopkeeper because of the way that like it's based off of how many people like who you talk to and how many times you oh, follow them. Ah, uh, that's oh funny. Uh, they fucked up. Uh, <laughs> They showed a bunch of VR, like Resident Evil Four is yeah, getting yeah, VR. VR. Of the I want to talk about that. What was the What was the one where the it, it was it was you have to you come back to your homeland and it's all bitched up and you gotta rebuild it <laughs> and and there's cool animals and and <laughs> you can grow things and oh. <laughs> Uh, oh, all bitched up from Devolver Digital. <laughs> was it the Towers of uh, towers? Agasbah? Yeah, the name I can't... Uh, towers of Agrabah. I don't know. Towers of Agrabah? Yeah. Ia Iago's Home Simulator? Is that... <laughs> is that... <laughs> I'm just saying I'm obviously going to play it a lot. That looks good. Yeah. I, like, Susan, do you have any idea how funny the phrase, you come to your homeland and it's all bitched up? It's <laughs> so good. <laughs> That's one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to use that phrase every 10 minutes until I fucking die. <laughs> They're dumb. You know, you get home and it's all bitched up. I don't know. I like uh, I use that as a, as a title, but I don't know if Apple will let me do that. Yeah. We'll find out. I feel uh, I like... Dave, you see all these games and you were like, do I hate video games now? The the shitty, like the part of this that apparently everyone hated that I saw, which was the very beginning, was the part that I loved. Because not only was there Immortals, a.k.a. we like reskinned Hexen in Source. Uh, <laughs> I, al I yeah, also... Heather was loved... what if Forspoken start a dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, what's it called? Phantom Blade? The like oh, the swordsy the swordsy okay. game. Okay, look, hang on. That looked like peak ass two thousand four. I loved it. <laughs> stop, stop making samurai bullshit nonsense. Stop it. Yeah. Stop yeah. it. Yeah. Stop it. It was beautiful. I will say this. It is a, <laughs> that was gorgeous looking. I just want a swordsy sword game where you do flips and stuff, and it doesn't pull some souls bullshit. That's all. I just get that with Final Fantasy 16, I think. Yeah, Final Fantasy 16 looks. I mean, it looked really pretty. I don't know what's going on. Whatever. It's probably yeah. They, they drop a lot of nouns, and I'm just I'll, I'll probably figure what all that means when I. Andy Circus was talking. I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm, I'm gonna play. Who are we kidding? And then there was this side scroll, like really beautiful, looked like Yellow Submarine side scrolling thing. Okay, here's the problem. It's called Ultros. Which, oh, weird. Which what is, is that? Well, hey, don't try and Google it because that's apparently the name of a, of a Final Fantasy character. Yes, that so even if it. you go like Ultros video game, it, screw no. I was I was trying to find out who made it because the the animation and art style is similar to something, and I can't think what. But I'm like I I'm like it looks real like. Uh... 
heavy metal, like real, like set, like Ralph Bakshi kind of. Oh, why so? Like it feels like severed to me. Yeah. Cool. All right. Cool. That sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, looks awesome. Was there was there Knights of the Old Republic? Did they no, show no. the Knights of the no. Old Republic? Okay, so so all of the two year old PlayStation dude, announcements did you show did us? You see that like there was there was uh, the Embracer Group had a very like uh, bleak investment call. Apparently, their big two billion dollar deal with an unnamed publisher that they were like they're like this is gonna set us up to be a major player in the video game industry apparently fell through overnight and just the look of defeat on the ceo's face as he's like fielding investor questions about this oh no. and like dodging questions about like night seal republic 2 and yeah. yeah i know nothing this is no there is no insider knowledge fueling this statement i wonder if this was gonna start today with sony being like we have acquired the rights holder to tomb raider lord of the rings and the rings and uh and then they were like no no (laughs) that would explain why it was so front-loaded with trash sure yeah like if that was well here's the thing it normally goes you're you know great big killer but you know big pop to start with, uh-huh. that was that did not happen. No, it, that game looks bad. That game looks stupid. Uh, so big pop, semi big pop. Then you get your fallow. Hey, we'd like to tell you about these things. You're not hype about them yet, but maybe you'll like them. And then you end yeah. with the big pops. So they they got the 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 middle and the back were as expected. I mean, ending oh. with Spidey. Come on, of course. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It was the beginning that was like, hello. What is this? Well, and like it also doesn't help that I just I don't jive with Sony's like approach to anything regarding their marketing. Where it's and like, yeah, where it's like I think Nintendo's really perfected this. Where it's like, okay, here's a little like our narrator's going to introduce the game. Oh yeah, a little bit of context. We'll show the trailer and then we'll close it out with here's when you can expect it. And then they move on and there's like little graphics between there. And it doesn't just feel like a bunch of trailers that all blend together. Like like, I I, I think you actually nailed because I I felt like something was missing and I didn't know what it was. And I'm like, I don't want the awkward people coming in between. Oh, yeah, sure. Hi, I'm so and so and I'm wearing a polo shirt. For the first time in two years. I don't know. I don't hold my hands. Ladies and gentlemen, I've returned. It's AI Andrew House. They've generated me through GPT so that I can be back to talk to you about the most social experience Marathon has had to offer. But it's it's that end card with the, you can expect it out. Sure. Yes, that's, that's. And that's it. Yeah, you you on it, and now you know. Okay, that thought is complete, and now we're beginning a new thought. You need a human touch. Yeah. <laughs> you need just it's, some. You're you're right. There, more, there like, does I, need to be some kind of, even if it's like in a world, you know, yeah. that kind of. Yeah, not a Jim Ryan Sony. Kiss. No, humanity, humanity left. In fact, the only thing human to come out of Sony in recent memory. Is their promotion of the game humanity? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I heard that's good, but oh, it's great. Yeah, I've heard uh, that's real good. It's it is it is as good 
as its trailers were. And like, I think it's tragic that they didn't show that off. Like, that's a really awesome game that you can play on your PlayStation 5. Right? Oh, 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 oh. Also, okay, first of all, we know how I feel about, you know, the indie games with something to say. We know how I feel about those, right? Uh Mm -hmm. Explain to me. All right. You have two or three minutes in this showcase to make an impression. This is your first opportunity to connect with viewers. And you kill a dog. Yeah. (laughs) What? We want to kill the dog. Sad. That is some cheap emotional bullshit. I was, and that, but that's it. And then it ends. This is so it's it's this girl. It's this girl, and she's she's with this enormous wolf with like antlers. And then oh, it's the grit. It's the, the Gris the, people. Yeah, it's the Gris people. The Gris people. I well, my they I did some beautiful art art bullshit. <laughs> Well, that was my my first reaction was like, I wonder if they remembered to make their beautiful art bullshit a game this time because they didn't last time. Unknown because this was just we're going to we're going to set this scene. Okay, this wave of darkness comes, kills big puppy, and then we're sad, but oh, little puppy is still alive. Fuck you. It's like I'm not going to play your game. It's like the Mega sixty four video of where you were just everything's dead. Bad, magic's dead. We're gonna murder the girl. We're just gonna murder her. Murder the girl. Uh, there was one that I am interested in, though. The Night in the Woods developers announced their. Oh, they're back. Finally announced their new game. It's Night in the Woods. Yeah. I'm like, that's the cat from Night in the Woods. Yeah. Revenant Hill. Okay. Um, okay. Like, yeah. I mean, we all, every, everyone on this show is like done with like arty bullshit, but I think they're like, I'll give it a pass. Because yeah, they don't there's, there's something more than we both. No, no, no. no. I, I want to see. I want to see night in the uh, night in the woods uh, post Trump. I want to see what yeah. that makes now. Just yeah, uh, post pandemic and post Trump. Smashing up. Uh, Susan, uh, Susan, here's here's why they're different. Is that there's it's so fucking cynical. <laughs> like night in the woods is has characters that are making fun of the twee-ass indie games. So, you know, not a full pass. Just like half a pass. It's a whole pass. Can we talk about this new round of e-waste that Sony's creating, though? Because I, like, right before they went into Spider-Man, they announced two pieces of gear... One is a set of earbuds, which, like, if you like earbuds, sure, it's fine. Like, whatever, the battery will last you two years and you throw them away. It sucks, but... What? Last you two years? What What are you talking about? AirPods. Like, you can't replace the battery in the AirPods, so once the, like, lithium battery wears out... That is true. Yes, that is true. You have to throw them out. Uh... But no, they they also announced a they they finally announced the thing that got rumored a while ago. The they, it's called Pro- oh the handheld yeah an eight inch screen remote device. It is unless it's also an Android tablet that will let you play like fucking whatever emulators you want. It's probably just gonna be for PS Five remote play. And if they're charging more than a hundred dollars for this thing, like Susan and I were talking to the Discord, yeah. they're charging more than like a hundred for this thing. What are you? You're just making so did garbage. They, did they say? Did they say? Did they say like what it does? It's for it, it is play. a 
you know, it's a little tablet smucked between the, the, the halves of a controller that is for PS5 remote play. So they made a Wii U gamepad. Yes. I was going to say they, they made a, they used leftover Vita parts. Because <laughs> I mean, this is exactly what you used to be able to do with a Vita. Except it, well, it, it so won't play games on its own. Does it? So this is this is my question. When this when this thing was rumored, I am curious. Did they say that it just does remote play, or is there like a local streaming? Solution? So Sony because has just said that the cloud is going to be important for their future endeavors. I Anthony's rolling his eyes right now. Like Jim Jim Ryan is talking about the importance of the cloud. So I imagine that this device will also do that whenever that gets announced. But again, like. I know we've talked about this before with Android handhelds, but like Logitech has a $350 Android handheld tablet that is the official Xbox cloud gaming solution. Like it's got Xbox mm-hmm. branding on it mm-hmm. and it costs $350 and they're advertising it as here's how you can play Game Pass on cloud. And that's absurd. Granted, because it's an Android tablet, they can't advertise that you can also play emulators on that thing, mm-hmm. but you can. So it's at least like you can justify it. Yeah. There are cheaper versions of that tablet that exist, but it's at least like it does more than that. But if Sony's going to charge like similar prices, well, this is this is the question: Is it being treated like a peripheral, which is what it should be treated like? Right. Yeah. And it, and it and its price point is I'll give it up to one hundred and fifty because it has yeah. to be a, 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 it has to be more than a regular controller because it is more than a regular yeah. controller, and that's fair. Sure. So I'm thinking 150 bucks, and and it's a peripheral that does one thing, which that is what peripherals do: is they do one thing. Mm-hmm. Susan, per, Wii U gamepad. Uh, I don't know if you remember, every the everyone bristled when the Wii U was announced, not just because it sucked and all the games were stupid. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but Nintendo Land was fine. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. But. But Nintendo was like, yeah, if you want an extra gamepad, it'll be $150. And everybody was like, whoa! Well, and you, and then, could you even hook up more than one to your console? They either? they like, never... You could. You could do it. Could they never... Yes, they never shipped a game that used the functionality. Mm. They they There was a very... So when I, when I went to that horrible demo where they forced uh, very sleepy Shigeru Miyamoto to look us in the face and be like, I made a Star Fox prototype, isn't it this. great? And then everybody in the room was like, yo-hoy! Uh, they had a, um, like a Rock'em Sock'em Robots mm-hmm. demo mm-hmm. where you had the tablet and you could oh, at that, that The game that turned into the Labo thing with That's, the, yeah, the, the, the Labo robot. Thing. Okay, correct. Yeah. The game that turned into that, the prototype that they showed at that E3 in 2014 had two gamepads connected mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. But, like, no commercial game ever did that. And, like, the thing is, is, like, Wii U, they set up, like, a wireless pipeline directly from that controller to the console. Mm-hmm. Like, you weren't using a Wi-Fi connection to make that work Mm -hmm. there was a like local network between the two things if that exists for this thing and it is 150 dollars, i will fucking buy it on day one yeah like day one because i actually loved the wii u's 
ability to do that. And I used Vita Remote Play for my PS4 a lot, uh, a lot, a lot. Uh, that was the only way you could get through reviews like Assassin's Creed Unity. Mm. And this is an audio medium, so you can't see my thousand yard stare. <laughs> uh, but like, I loved it, but it sucked. Like, cause it, like it didn't work real well. You needed to use Wi-Fi. Like you have to use a Wi-Fi network and the latency was really shitty. Yeah. Uh, well, and it and, also didn't have enough buttons. So you would use the touchpad for like the R2. Uh, yeah. It's not great. Not it was the great. only way I could finish the Witcher three though. Like, like it's yeah. a good way to finish Witcher three. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, um, yeah, weird. What a weird... I love that Sony was like, we're going to announce the next era of PS5, and everybody's just like, why did we all buy this thing? What's... What are we doing? They're lucky doing that here? they're the only place you can get the next Final Fantasy for the foreseeable future, because... And, and God of War, like, they're... Look, I like playing things on my PlayStation 5, and Sony happened to make one of those things and funded the other one. Like you, so you're so lucky you funded one of the five best games ever made that rhymes with maternal. Yes, uh, <laughs> I'm honestly the the things I was happiest about Alan Wake too because mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about Alan Wake and the earbuds because the I still have and this is going back a minute the PlayStation Gold. Oh God! Oh yeah. It works beautifully. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. It's nice outside. And also works on my Switch. Thank you very much. Yeah. So, but uh, over over the ear uh, headphones don't they hurt after a while uh, for me? So I'm like earbuds. Yes, you don't like Thank having you. your your skull smashed together with it's a ice. Uh, it's not that. It's it's the arms of my glasses. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So if it weren't for that, it'd be great. But yeah, so uh, earbuds from the people who made that thing that worked perfectly. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, that's nice. The play, my PlayStation Four Gold headset, which listeners of this show might remember way back in the day. That was the headset I used for streams. Yep. And uh, like it made me sound like a fucking robot. But uh, <laughs> I also like that Sony made earbuds because if you're a grease ball like me, my sweaty. Oh, disgusting dear. head just rotted those pads off the PlayStation Gold. I would take it off after a stream and like my sideburns would just be dotted. Ah! Like, oh, it was gross. Um, uh, breaking news. Breaking. Alan Wake to Warrior 64 <laughs> tweeting uh, Alan Wake 2 frequently asked questions. Apparently the game is going to be digital only due to a large number of people shifting to digital only and helps keep the price point at $59-49. They also don't want to ship a disc that requires a download. Also, Epic is publishing that, so it's not going to be on Steam. So Steam Deck's going to be weird. Will, I don't buy it for a second. I don't either. Yeah, wait, wait until, like two days after launch and then they're like i am 8-bit announces the sam lake collection yep yeah i don't get it get a get a crystal head of sam lake and inside is shipping in 2028 you do a a a a special edition of that with a thermos 
or yep. uh, what? A I flashlight? Don't think, yeah, a the flashlight? Fla do, yes. Do that. No. You will make bank. Although, <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, I, I'm not discounting that maybe like a boutique publisher signs a deal to yeah. handle the distribution or whatever, but like yeah. Epic is publishing this. So I wonder if they're just like, we'll fund your game. Yeah. We're not doing all that stuff. See that does yeah, sound that's... that does sound correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, guys, not a not a not an auspicious start for not E three. Yeah. Um, damn shame. I look. I <laughs> maybe this is an unpopular opinion, but I think people forget that historically, Sony has always been shit at this. Like there was only a like three or four year period where all bets were off and they were amazing at it. The, like the year of dreams it, was it. What, what year was that? Oh, no, the year that was 2015. The year of dreams was the culmination. The first one. Cause like if time year of boy, dreams. What are you talking? That's when they, that was 2015. Oh, that one. Yep. Yeah. Let's see. remake. That was the last guardian. Yeah. Yep. I was in the front row for that one. Drunk off my head. But Yay. Susan, how fucking like that room in 2013? Yeah. yeah, when we were full of shard, just sharded, sharded out, <laughs> bordering on heat stroke, and like that was when they announced like like the the morning started with you know fucking um God what's his name Don Matrick being like. And the Xbox One will cost a whopping seven hundred and thirty-two dollars for your football subscription. And everyone's like, "Halo Fortune on your high-definition television." Boom! Halo TV show. Oh my God! Which actually came out. It had. Wow. It took a decade. Wow. But fucking Andrew House came out and he was like, "It's going to be a mere three hundred and ninety-nine dollars, and Kingdom Hearts three will be there." And everybody lost their fucking minds. Yeah, that room, like that, was also where like they came out and they like started showing Final Fantasy versus thirteen, and the title wiped and was replaced with Final Fantasy fifteen. Yeah, people went fucking ape shit. Yeah, and like that only lasted. Like, I would say until 2016, because they did a couple of those E3s, the Year of Dreams, but they also did, what was the name of the PlayStation Fan Fest that happened oh, in December? The P PSX, the PlayStation Experience. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, P PlayStation Experience. That was fun. Please, I went to one of those. 2013 and 2014, those PlayStation Experience shows were crazy. They were like, we're bringing Vim Ribbon to the Vita. Yeah, like, I remember that. All of that was awesome. The games. So, yeah. We here's, like, here's Yakuza 5. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, so, like, those killed. But, like, before that, you know, like, it was, like, Giant Enemy Crab and Lair and Ridge Racer. An agent. Ridge Racer. Well, that's... Okay, but now you're going back into the PS three days where they came out because they thought because okay so the ps2 sold <laughs> sold more cop i mean everybody had a ps2 and they thought they could mm -hmm. just walk in and say ps3 and everybody would lose their minds and then that mm -hmm. didn't happen because they were like it's gonna be eight hundred dollars and, and everybody's like no what do you mean no. no 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 i love that quote from ken kuderagi where he's like yeah you know like 
if someone really wants one, they'll get a second job or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and and then Xbox, which like Sony completely beat the crap out of Xbox. And then Xbox came up and said, Hi. So we've we've been working out and um <laughs> and and eating right and exercising and we got a haircut and um we'd really like you to look at us now. Yeah. And then Cliffy B drove up in his like Lamborghini with Gears of War in the passenger seat. And he was like, "Let's go, bros!" It's can I? Okay. Can I mention as an aside, Cliffy B genuinely has no idea why everyone thinks he's a douche, and I find that hilarious. It's very funny. It's very. It's it's very funny. Cliff, come on, honey. Dude, you you told Pete you made a billion dollars by the time you were nineteen. Mm-hmm drove around in a Lamborghini when you weighed about 80 pounds and told people to call you Clippy B. Lambo. Oh, a Lambo. Forgive me. He never (laughs) once referred to it as a Lamborghini. It was always like Lambo. It was his Lambo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I don't know. Sony's just... Sony historically is not good at this. Sony Sony are the people that are like, and now everybody, Ken Levine. Uh, I guess I'm making Bioshock for Vita. What? <laughs> you told me to say that. <laughs> like, like, like they're they're very good sheer, they're very good at yeah. responding to that. Yeah, like the market yes. and undercutting it because that they did yes. with the first PlayStation. What, like, like the, the 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 it's like legend at this point where they just kind of guy walks on stage. To, excuse. Two ninety nine, and then walks yeah. off. And yep. everyone just loses their mind because the like Sega Saturn was going to be like five hundred bucks or something. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they're very good at that. Everything else, I don't know. and remember yeah. the, the whole like sharing your games. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was just you, you handed a disc oh, to somebody. Oh, shit. Here you go, guys. Also, breaking news: Xbox's Twitter handle just <laughs> tweeted out. What a good-looking group of games coming to our platform, and it's everything they announced. <laughs> it's Metal Gear and uh, Alan Wake and that's, Marathon. That's wow. the social media-ing. Well done. That is well done. savage. Savage. Wow. And that's good. I love that. Um, Holy shit, man. I don't know. Like, oh, breaking news. The Metal Gear Solid collection uh, has a stay tuned for more information, so there might be more stuff on that. All right, like, yeah, they're finally doing it. Good. Yeah. Yeah, put them um, out. And it, the most the most important part of that, like, teaser screen was the the words volume one. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's going to be more. Mm-hmm. Metal Gear Solid 4 Finally, is Metal back. Gear Touch coming to PlayStation 5. Yes. Get that yes. iOS. Acid. Oh, acid. Acid. That's it. That's the one. It's, it's just acid and acid too. That'd be fucking tight. I'd buy Essex. Acid was a good game. Acid was good. Acid was really it's, good. It's, that and Ghost Babel, the the Game Boy Color one. The Game Boy Color game. The, go, the the subtitle <laughs> okay, on was called Ghost Babel, like Babel Tower, but they just called it Metal Gear Solid in the U.S. Because like this fucking no. Also. That game was rated E for everyone on the Game Boy Color, and it is dark. It's dark. (laughs) So many people, like a guy has like a bomb inside of him and he blows up. Yeah, for kids. 
Yeah, yeah, it's like, like it has like all of. And later, what is it with him putting explosives inside people? He does it in almost every game. Like it wasn't just Ground Zeroes where like it was like a gruesome bomb re- removal. It's in many of those games. There's always a bomb in somebody. Um, he maybe speaking of putting talk to his therapist about that. Anyway, go ahead. Speaking of putting bombs inside living creatures, oh boy. let's talk about The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. A game where you can strap harmless woodland creatures to giant machines covered with time bombs I... and then just send them out to sea. <laughs> the, the crucifixion simulator, you mean? Okay, like, that one. Okay. Guys. I'm super not okay with that one. Yeah. Guys, my, my daughter and I spent half an hour, half an hour trying to trick moose and bears into platforms that had balloons on them and then sending those moose and bears <laughs> into the sky. I love that. That's as long as the balloons come down, yeah. they're fine. Oh, no. Well, you attach the rockets instead of, like, you want the fire. You want the rocket to send them up, and then we want to see them continuing to ascend in the balloon. <laughs> we wa- we declared Space Bear and then wanted to live our dream of Space Bear. Which I love that. I do. The, ju- the jury's out. Susan, you are our last episode. We all played Tears of the Kingdom uh, uh, on a stream. Yes. You have started the game yes. since then. Yes. I know you have a complicated relationship with this game. I, okay. So I've, I finally distilled my thoughts about this. What I like about the game are all the puzzles and the secrets. Mm-hmm. What I hate about the game is almost everything associated with combat. Interesting. Wow. These these are familiar. So, uh, so it's a, I was going to say, so it's a Zelda game. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. I will say one thing about the game that makes me personally uncomfortable, but I really appreciate, is it really wants you and therefore forces you to experiment with lots of different stuff. Both because, okay, your your weapons are falling apart constantly, so you can't just get like the one good sword and the one good shield and go house. No, you have to constantly be trying new things, and you're also, especially if you're compulsive like me constantly picking up things fire fruit and monster parts and all this stuff and all of it can be used in your weapons i was at, i was doing a mission last night that i was clearly under leveled for uh you there's a coastal town that has been overrun by monsters your mission is to and the game considers this a boss fight air quote uh in that you have to do it all in one go. You can't save in the middle. You have to clear out all the monsters from this little uh, little beach town. And if I ran into an enemy, if an enemy got within arm's length of me, it could one-shot me. So I was clearly underleveled for this. I'm like, okay, well, I am stubborn. <laughs> I'm already here. I don't want to come back. So how can I do this? I can't just get get up close and personal and hit him on the head with with my good sword because chances are really, really good he's going to one-shot me and then I have to start completely over. So it was a combination of 
okay, let me sneak. I haven't done a whole lot of sneaking. Let me use arrows. Okay, well, my plane arrows aren't doing that much damage, but look at all these animal parts that I have picked up. I've got chew jelly for days. Let me stick chew jelly on an, on an arrow and see what that does. You know, I've got 65 fire fruits. Let me stick one of those on there and see what happens. And that's great. You know, that is not how I would normally do something. So being forced to use up consumables and try combat methods that I would not normally rely on is great. Mm. It makes me uncomfortable, but that's the entire point of this. And so I really, really enjoy that. That first temple can blow me. Just 100% eat me. Get in the sea. I hate you. This is bullshit. Wait, which temple? So, what did you go to the wind temple first? Yes, because that's what the game tells yes, you. The one that they told us how to. So, this is so funny, Susan. I did see that you had some anger mm-hmm. at the wind temple. Oh yeah, and especially the boss. Mm-hmm. I this just is the temple I'm fine with. It's really just I, the boss. I like walked through it. Just like, of course you did. Just say no, but here's the thing: when I saw you're talking about the combat and how bullshit, like mm-hmm. falling through the air, yeah, I was like, oh my god, what finally turned me into the Breath of the Wild hate monster was the aerial fight. You find a dragon early oh. in Breath of the Wild. It's like up in an ice cavern. You fight a dragon, and it's like fight the dragon. And you're just constantly like falling, trying to shoot the arrows, falling. And the only reward you get for it is a spear. Mm-hmm. And the spear breaks immediately. <laughs> and the now Anthony will talk about how much he fucking hates this game for three years straight began right there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, Susan's Susan's going on my Breath of the Wild walk <laughs> It's pretty infuriating, isn't it? Awful. Absolutely <laughs> awful. I didn't I didn't love because to get up to the Wind Temple, it is a huge journey just to get from ground level yeah. up to the temple. Probably took me an hour. I didn't I, mind though. Yeah, no, yeah. I, 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 I that blew my mind. Yeah. Like you, you just look at this, you're like, I'm playing this on a like a ten year old tablet yeah. and it's just mm. you just Oh, the game is go, stunning. Like, going yeah. and going it yeah. just doesn't end you're like how do how do they make this yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and it's, it's clever. also it's so yeah. clever it's so clever and it's so utterly crafted it's mm-hmm. like that like every single time people are like oh we're terrified about like generative game design and using ai for these tools i'm like man if people fucking want to make zelda money you can't you yeah. can't do that or to yeah. do this <laughs> yeah. it will feel like this like it is insane how I like going through that. I, I was remarking to a friend that I I've never seen any like that whole ascent to the wind temple feels so familiarly Zelda, mm-hmm. but I've never seen anything like that sequence in a game before where like you're in the sky looking around. You're like, surely I've gone off the map. Like I'm, I feel feel like I'm somewhere I'm not supposed to be. Hmm. And then you notice like the one ship below your mm-hmm. field of view and you're like, oh, I 
right where they want me. What I really appreciated about that, because you are you are are traversing between disconnected, it's it's shattered pieces of a building, basically. Mm-hmm. And and these uh look they look like Viking ships and the, the Viking ships have sails that you bounce off of and that's how you gain height. And then you're going between these these pieces of building that are taking you up, 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 up. But if you miss recovery is, yeah, you're, you're going to lose ground. You're going to end up, you know, low, potentially significantly lower than you were. But it's not the, oh, no, I missed a jump. Ah! No, 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 no. Yeah. You've got plenty of opportunity to recover and and find a new spot. And, and that I really appreciated. Like, that's primo design. This is a much less punitive game than Breath of the Wild was. Except for, I think. well, it is and it isn't. Because I saw, like, there was some talk about, like, combat being very difficult. Because, like, yeah, Susan, you were you were mentioning in the Discord, like, like if you end up in a spot where you're not supposed to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, it just, it one-shots you. You're, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and, however, like, there is a lot, like, you, you will die a lot more in this game, I think, than, than I, like, you ever would in Breath of the Wild. But also, like, if you die... Like it, you get sent back maybe thirty seconds. Like, like I think the it's most true. that's yeah. that's the most why it's not just thing. That, it, like Susan was mentioning was just starting at the beginning of this raid or whatever. But like from most encounters, it's literally like no, just like even in the middle of a dungeon, like you no, know, all the puzzles are still solved. If you're doing like like trying to clear out a camp or a cave, like no, it just yeah. puts you a little bit back. Like you're fine. It like that part of it is nice. And Breath of the Wild was the opposite of that. Where, really? like, yes, because if you weren't manually saving constantly, <gasps> and that's part of why I fucking hated it so much, is like, I would be in situations where, like, oh, I've spent 20 minutes climbing a mountain. Yeah, yeah. And now I'm at the top of the mountain and I'm almost at the lip, and then it starts raining and oh, I fall and no. die and lose. Not only the progress of trying to climb that mountain, but like the entire field that I had cleared to get there was not autosave. Like the my issues with that game were legitimate. <laughs> <laughs> like people being like, "It's perfect." I was like, "Yo, it's genius." There's a fucking difference. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I will. I will absolutely say. Uh, the it it autosaves very frequently. It does not save as many autosaves as I would perhaps prefer as I got stuck at one point in a in a no-win situation that really sucked. Uh but by and large, you're you're only losing a, a few seconds. You are going to die constantly, which I don't love. Mm-hmm. And the game absolutely does nothing to tell you where you should be going because because there is absolutely a progression of difficulty yeah right like certain certain areas are going to be harder for you certain enemies are going to be harder for you and the game's like meh you figure it out i was in a, a a shrine could not figure out the solution to it just could just couldn't and i'm like i'm like i am going to i hate looking up answers to puzzles i am going to give it my absolute level best and it, I, I'm like, fine, I give up. I, I don't know how to do this. I admit defeat. It was a mechanic I didn't even know was possible because I had missed the tutorial shrine. 
That's very interesting. <laughs> yeah. So I, stuff I, like that, I really wish it uh, it was a little bit more on rails in certain respects. Susan, what shrine did that to you? Because the same thing happened to me. I'm curious if it was the same one. Uh, the one that teaches you that you can uh, draw your bow and arrow while you're Oh, while falling. That's yeah. really it. No. Okay. So that's, man, again, if I... If I hadn't had my uh, whole Anthony got his groove back emotional journey with Breath of the Wild, I would have fucking hated that Wind Temple boss. But, like, I got really good in 2020 at, like, navigating the, I only have a little stamina, so fall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, I just marched through that boss fight because I practiced that. I got to a shrine. I had not encountered the, like, golf tees artifacts. Like the golf oh, things, oh yeah, stick into yeah. stuff and will stay there. Yeah, and I was like, "What do you want from me?" <laughs> yeah, and I had, I like something else I really appreciate about this one. So I've done just under forty shrines now. And How are you people finding these shrines, man? Oh well, I mean, like, I, I this game is not good for focus. Like, it's just like, ooh, like. What's over there? What's over there? Ooh, what's over there? Like, I feel like an idiot playing this game because I'm just constantly being drawn to the next thing. But uh, something I hated about the shrines in Breath of the Wild was that every other shrine would be like, now it's a tilt puzzle. Tilt this marble over a uh, yeah, platform. Yeah. yeah. And the, the they always did that. And the other one they always did was like, it's a batting range. Here, mm. use the shitty physics. To, <laughs> and, like, it never... It was infuriating. And all of that stuff is like the only time I've encountered anything that was like, figure out how to bat it in the right direction was where I encountered the golf tee. Yep. Yep. And it was like, you want to put the golf tee with a stick on a little thing that will bat it like an old fashioned, like, you know, automatic batting machine. Yep. For you to practice pitching with. Uh, and like once I understood how they worked, through just through experimentation, I was like, "Oh, all right, this is fine." Um, I do. Dave, how far are you? So I finished the first dungeon, mm-hmm. and I think that like, the same one that you you both did, because that's like if there's like one direction that it really gives you when you start, is that they say, "Hey, like Zelda is spotted over that way. Like you can go wherever you want." But they're like really going like you should probably do that one first, which uh, is a bullshit direction, by the way. But we'll come back to that. Um, <laughs> but no, I finished that. Uh, I also I think I've gotten everything in the tool wheel because like one of the things that oh. I saw a few people mention in like on Twitter and stuff and say the quote tutorial isn't over. Mm-hmm. Until you filled out the wheel, because how do you that's... fill out the wheel? Because I don't have that either. Okay, so have spoilers. You, have, yeah, spoil. Like I mean, like we're not gonna spoil story or stuff, but I'm sure this has been out on Twitter. If you're trying to avoid stuff, but what have you been to the depths yet? Yeah, I've only I went to the depths once, and then I was like, I'm not fucking around with this anymore. Yeah, like which first off, fuck you, Nintendo, for basically making a second game in your game and not telling anyone about it until it's out and it's like really <laughs> fucked up and spooky uh it's it's crazy 
but so okay so uh when you finish there's some like introductory quests but then you go back to town and then you talk to some people mm -hmm. at that like little hub city that it kind of yeah. directs you to there's a quest that you could do where like someone's like yeah you need to go down in the depths and take a picture for a guy yep. uh yeah i did that so you do that okay so you have the camera i have the camera okay, okay. so then he he's like well these statues are pointing off in a direction. You should go follow them. So you follow the statues and it takes you to a, another location that will unlock the ability to spoilers, uh, to basically it, the game will remember the devices that you create. And oh, that would have been very helpful and to send a spare so, to space. Yeah. So it's like, if, if you have, if you, Wait, what is this about the statues? Cause I got the camera, but, yeah, is this after so, you go find him in the in the lab? Yeah, like I said, you might need to go back, and because like there'll be another quest that's like yeah, they're like statues underground of like the guy oh. who took the picture of the statue, and they're like oh, they're pointing in a direction, and oh, like okay. as you follow right. the statues, they'll point to more statues, which will lead yeah. to a spot oh, to the to the okay. And then once yeah, I kept get... getting poisoned. I kept getting poisoned. Yeah, you guys, you this is why you have to find a skeleton horse. Skeleton the what? horse. The what? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. What the shit? Yes. Oh, this game this rules. Game so, this game okay. rules because, this, like, I mean, okay. This shit I love, yeah. I, the fact that all three of us have had fundamentally different experiences and we played the shit out of this game yeah. is wild. Yeah. That's wild. So in the depths, right, which, by the way, we, uh, we in this household, we refer to it as the Underdark. Yes. So... <laughs> It, there are enemies in in the. It is pitch black down there. So what you're trying up. to do is is go from there are these roots that have like a little like collection of amber in them, and you turn them on and it turns on light. By the way, haha, here's a tip for you. Each one of those is directly beneath a shrine. Yes. Yep. That I knew. Yeah. I figured that. I figured that out. Yes. Accidentally, I figured that out accidentally by like just being like, uh huh. I pure, I periodically will just do the like, uh huh, uh, to see what's there, and I was like, oh, you, you freaking guys. So, so yeah. So if you ship between your uh uh maps, you can be like, I know where there's another light bulb. Oh, I found a light bulb. That means there's a shrine up here. Anyway, so but there's. Uh, enemies. There's all sorts of enemies in there, right? and there's there's the gloom, which is the red ooze that poisons you. But some of the enemies are on horseback, and if you knock them off the little skeleton horses, you can ride it just like a normal horse, and then you soothe it, and then it's your friend, and then it's like, oh, you want to ride places? Great, and you can ride right on over the ooze, and it doesn't hurt you. Son of a bitch. So I, I did get to the thing. Where they were like, here, all the statues are pointing at this place. Oh, wow. And I, I was like, I'm not going back in that fucking juice hole. Fuck this. Like, <laughs> I, I, like, I, I was getting poisoned by everything I would fight. Yeah. So I clearly need something up here before I can go back down. No, no, like, I, and I, like that. That as long as you're careful, like you, you, you know, you might get wrecked, but like it, as long as you're focused on where you need to go, like you could get there. No problem. Just yeah, shoot, shoot your bright bloom arrows and 
and uh, and but yeah, well, like, just throw them if you don't want to. Yeah, yeah, that idea. Yeah. yeah, but uh, <laughs> once once you get to there, you'll unlock like the, you'll do a, like a, a battle thing, and then they'll unlock the ability to where like as long as the ingredients are in the world nearby, you can load up a blueprint, which apparently uh-huh. you can also unlock blueprints uh, for different vehicles and stuff as you find them. Um, but you it'll you can also save favorites of creations that you've made. But you just load it up and it'll automatically suck up all the ingredients. Oh, so you don't have to actually pick up the things and put up. No, nope, it'll just build it for you. And apparently, like you can those like uh, zoni like charges or whatever you could mm-hmm. spend some of those. Like if you don't have the ingredients, you can actually spend them oh. to to have one generated for you. That's even cool. without even without the gotcha machine, like even yep. without the like ball all it's back, like you can't like you can't get it back. But yeah, sure, like it's, sure, it's, yeah. but yeah, it's once you this, get like that, that's when you're like, okay, you, you like you've kind of seen everything the game has thrown at you, but also I don't believe it. Because I've heard stuff about like labyrinths in this game that are apparently supposed to be like really fucked up, like just how like crazy clever they are. Uh, but I don't know anything about that. I haven't seen one yet. Um, did you know that I ended up in a labyrinth? I ended up in one of the labyrinths by accident. I've ended up in I've ended up in two insane mazes completely by accident. I ended up in one. And like it triggered a new quest because I got to the center of the labyrinth and they were like, you have unlocked like the Owl Lord's quest. You have to send to this te- this labyrinth's mate in the sky. I don't know. And, fi- and find me. And I was like, oh shit. Well, I guess I'll see that owl later. And the other one is, you know, like in the refugee town at the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. There's like the well. Yeah. That you can go in and it's like your base. Yeah. So it was like 11 o'clock at night the other day. I'm like, I gotta go to bed. I'm gonna go cash in my sh- my shrine balls and take my shrine balls. And I'm gonna get a couple of hearts for these balls. Yeah. And I went and there's a lady down there oh, and she's like, that. Yeah, wait, that's where you get. Yeah, she's like, Oh, there's a fucking voice in the wall. And I was like, I'll go kill it. <laughs> and I was. <laughs> Walked in there, it was an angry god statue, but then to the side of the angry god statue was a wall that was bricked up. Oh, and yeah. I was like, I have something in my inventory that will fuck up this brick wall. And it never stopped. I had to pound away at boulders yeah. for like 30 seconds. Flash forward 90 minutes later, and I'm still going through a cave system under the fucking refugee town where I found like, Knight armor uh-huh. and knight pants, and fought a skeleton cyclops. Uh-huh. This game, I did that one. I I I stand I stand by my assessment. This is Elden Ring for people who are like, nah, dog, I'm not down with that metal shit, just weed. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's over here, bro. Because that's really like my biggest complaint about Elden Ring is it's just too fucking hard. Like I get. Like people get joy out of that, but like I like you were lucky enough to beat that game pre patch when they nerfed all of the cool shit. I know. I know oh. you with that. So I hit a brick wall and I was just like, I'm I'm done. I'm sorry. Yep. Like yeah. I really like this, but this is just it's it's too much for me. Um but yeah, this is like that nice balance where it's like you get all that open world stuff and it's just it's just hard enough to make you to keep you on your toes. 
but it's never like punishing. Uh, did you know? Apparently, the weapons in the the Underdark, uh, they're they don't they don't have the affliction on them that you fully they made. last. Like they'll just like. I mean, I don't think they last, but they have higher durability. They don't because so they created an in lore reason for why all the weapons break so much. Yeah, basically the gloom causes yeah all weapons to shatter really fast. But apparently they're like statues of like people holding oh, yeah. weapons. Yeah, they're not. They're fine. <gasps> Holy Shut shit! Up. Holy shit! All right, have you guys gone to the desert at all? So no, I like like a fool just like went on walkabout and like mm-hmm. i like i was like i'm gonna go back on the main quest i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do the main quest and then i ended up in a valley next to a giant car that was basically the mako from mass effect one uh yeah like it was like a platform and instead of the teensy little wheels a big fuck off zonai wheels that would go all terrain and there was a you know, like how sometimes you need to reassemble the shrines so you can go back into them. What? I found like what? Okay, so some I, some of the shrines are not. There's complete. one in the sky that's like you had to get a bring a crystal. You have to, to bring a crystal back to the shrine. And Russ did that one the other day. But yeah. there there are a bunch of them. Like I found Ooh. one where like there was a pool of frozen water where you cannot put cold resistance on. And you need to figure out how to get the crystal out of the water and into the shrine. So this one, I find this fucking, like, basically the the Tears of the Kingdom version of the Mako mm-hmm. in a valley. And there was a crystal, but no sign of a shrine nearby. And so I was like, fuck it, dog. Like, I, let's go for a drive. And so I drove up a mountain like you did with the Mako back mm-hmm. in the day where you're like, I'm going to get it up a mountain whether it's supposed to be up there or not. And... Half an hour later, no sign of the shrine I was looking for, but I had ended up in the Gerudo Desert. Oh, boy. Like, right. And I was like, well, I'm here now, and that's close to one of the, like, the, the four environmental yeah, yeah. anomalies. Like, I guess we'll just do this while I'm here. Yeah. So I'm, like, deep tucked into that quest now, and, like, am about to unlock the temple down there, and it's all awesome, and it's so fundamentally different from all of the Wind Temple stuff that, like, it's wild. One of the things I'm dealing with down there, a little spoiler, is zombies. Like, mm-hmm. they're the zombies from like Ocarina of Time are back. Yeah, like, the Redeads are back. Oh, fuck those. And, <laughs> yeah, they're all back. But when you kill them, they drop their rib cages. Each of those rib cages do plus 30 to whatever weapon you attach them to. So all of a sudden I have fucking broomsticks that hit for 90. Wow. <laughs> and it is quick tight as hell. You can only attach one thing to a weapon, right? As far as I know. Yeah. Know. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh yeah. And the the um the like sage you meet down there is like the princess of the Gerudo mm-hmm. from the first game and her power is she controls the lightning. So if you roll around with her, anything you hit with an arrow is struck with a lightning bolt. Which, hell yeah. Nice. I'm down with that. Fucking tight. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Just Link running around with a man bun. That's like the helmet you can get down there. It's like, yo, dog, it's hot. Wear a man bun. That'll keep you cool. So it's just Link in his underpants, 
putting corpse piles onto broomsticks and setting other people on fire. Lyra and I are like constantly like, Link is a dick. <laughs> like, <laughs> just like an asshole wherever he goes. <laughs> uh, yeah, Susan, do, like, are you going to go the distance? Are you going to go the distance? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I will. I will. It is probably best for my marriage that I not do temple boss fights while my husband is home. <laughs> Got it. But okay. but like anything that's not associated with that, I'm enjoying. Cool. Because I'm just, um, once I figured out there is no upside to random fights in the world. Unless you need something. Unless yeah. you need like monster parts or you're hoping to get arrows or something. Just don't engage. Because you don't get experience for it and you don't get money for it. And it's just gonna it's just gonna be annoying and and degrade your weapons. So just don't. And because of the whole stupid, the blood moon, they're all going to come back anyway. So (laughs) like, just there's, there's no point. Uh, What I, I believe I am past the, so what happened to me in the very beginning of the game, because the game very clearly tells you go to the Northwest. You're going to go find the Rito village. That's where Zelda was seen. This is the direction the game points you in. That is also there's snow mm-hmm. and so you're cold immediately and the game is teaching you that in extreme weather you will slowly die mm-hmm. at this point you have like four hearts so it does not take you a lot to die if you happened to miss the warm pants in the tutorial land which i did by the way then <laughs> this is going to be extremely difficult for you Hi, welcome to my life. I did not find the warm pants because the cold part of the tutorial really sucks. And I was just dying constantly. I didn't have food to keep me warm. And so I just had to bowl my way through it. And that was like an hour of just this game sucks. This game sucks. This game sucks. And so I know I did not thoroughly search the area and find the warm pants. So fortunately... Uh, uh, friend of, friend of a, a, a dear friend, uh, was like, here's where you find the warm pants. This will help you out. Then you only need 500 rupees to go buy the warm shirt. And that should help you with, with the bird people. Great. Okay. So I think I have now some 40 or 50 hours in done enough that I understand the game. Like I see here's. I feel like you are at a real disadvantage if you did not play Breath of the Wild. No, because even if you played Breath of the Wild, you still have to go through all of these lessons. Like, if you are... I played that game for 70 hours Mm -hmm. of, like, hate restarting over and over again. Because all of those things that you're going through are in there, too. And unless, like, you need to, like go back to a young person's neuroplasticity mm-hmm. to take it at its own, its own, like take it on its own terms because my reaction to it's cold, you're going to freeze to death and breath of the wild was. <laughs> <laughs> you need to be, you need to learn how to pick up new weapons and just use what you find. <laughs> like it's like breath. Tears of the Kingdom, like Breath of the Wild, speaks in a 
highly specific language. Mm-hmm. And like, you you needed a dear friend to tell you these things. This is now two Zelda games in a row where I've needed you, Dave, to tell me fundamental information <laughs> to progress. Well, because they don't like. I do think that the, the, maybe there should have been some kind of happy medium between like constantly telling you what a rupee is every time you turn a system yes. on and just yes. giving you free range. Because I, I really do feel like you won't, you don't have everything that you need to play this game until you do fill out your tool wheel and stuff. But yeah. the thing is, it's like if you're not, if you're just going off on your own. You're going to miss all of that. If you don't go back to that hub world, you're going to miss a bunch of improving things that give you things that you, but it doesn't tell you to go back there to talk to people. And it's like, I appreciate the freedom because it is cool to just stumble in and go like, oh, this guy's got more stuff. Oh, and like, this is actually leading to something important. Yeah. But on the other hand, it it, it also like, like, (laughs) I just need a little more guide rails and right? open it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I only, I went back to the only reason I went back to lookout landing, which I refer to as tower town because I can, can't remember the names <laughs> of anything was because you could fast travel there. It has a bed and a cooking pot. Mm-hmm. That was it. And so I, I go there and I'm just like making a beeline for there. And then I'm like, Oh, there's people here. They used to be here. Oh, why do you know? And then I saw the great big Korok guy, who is, by the way, the greatest character of all time. Samba, de, Sam, Samba, Samba, Samba de, de Poops. Yeah. Samba yeah. de Poops. He's like, hey, give me, give me my children's poops. That's what he wants. I love, I love him so much. And but like, but and then and then the store has more inventory, and you see people from. From the other towns that you visited, they're now there. And like, and then, then you clock like, oh, as you do things in the game, this is going to, uh-huh, But yeah, I, 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 I'm with Dave. It needs a little bit more guidance. Yeah. Yeah. I, I completely agree. Um, I, it's very funny, uh, you know the the weed Elden Ring thing is a joke, but I like I find it really interesting that like the these are such similar games. Mm-hmm. Like it's it, it is not surprising to me that From Software looked at Breath of the Wild and was like, "Hold my fucking beer," but their their drugs are very different. Which is Elden Ring takes that freedom and says our primary drug is anxiety. Like, we are going to put you in a highly anxious state. Take some bath salts. And uh, take some bath salts. And then, like, constantly bombard you with novelty on top of that. And, like, you know, it's funny. I I, I don't know if you guys know uh, a ton about, like, the science of addiction, but anxiety and novelty are, like, the two big drivers. Interesting. Yeah. Two big drivers in, in... Addictive use of anything, shopping, gambling, mm-hmm. horn, drugs, everything. Uh, so, like, it generates that compulsion. And Zelda, I, I 
I don't know. I, I find it very weird that it tries to cultivate an atmosphere where there is no anxiety. Like, everything's cool, baby. There's like a nice tree over here. There's a seed guy who will dance for you. Like, just chill. It's always going to be fine. Your weapon breaks, don't worry. You'll get another one. Take another one. You just attach it to something else, and it's like 20 attack now. But I, I, I feel like it creates like a more legitimate lasting anxiety of the like constantly feeling like there's something about the world you're misunderstanding. Uh, you don't feel which, like, 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 cause there's, you're, you're riding along and then there's just enemies constantly and, the, and you have no idea if you're going to be able to kill them or not. Well, that's that's the thing where like you need to not think video game because classic video game brain says i have to fight them like whereas you found out susan that the, yeah like you're supposed to just avoid everything unless you want to like right. don't don't fight unless you're interested in doing that right which is super weird because like the only other game in history that really works that way was the original Legend of Zelda on NES, where it's like you'd walk into a room and be like, oh shit, there are fucking horses throwing light swords. Like, just get through, get through, get through, get to the cave. Mm -hmm. uh, like, there was no real utility uh, to fighting everything in the room unless you absolutely had to in the dungeons to unlock a door. Right. Um, yeah, it's very weird. Um I like the other the other I feel really bad for people who are like complete completists and like have completionist brain because Oh, you can't. You can't. You, the, you can't. They do you know what the reward for getting every Korok seed in Breath of the Wild was? Nothing. Right? It's, it's a giant it's a giant golden poop. Yeah. Doesn't do anything. Het Hetsu gives, gives you, you a poop. A golden poop for your yeah efforts of tracking down every Korok seed in the gigantic the game is straight up telling you don't 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 see don't I, do I, I like see part of the problem I had with Twilight Princess was it gave you all of this stuff to collect yeah oh yeah it was too much and it and it all felt it felt as important as like you're gonna want to find heart containers like that is how important this is so you're gonna this is like look this lady wants you to find all the wells. Do it. Don't. Don't. Whatever. Do it. I don't care. You know, this person is, you know, th there are so many Korok seeds. You're going to max out at a certain point. So you will stumble into them. If this particular Korok, like getting to his little friend, which by the way, I feel like you should be teaching them a life lesson. And I do often. <laughs> I'm like, you overpacked and now you're tired and you're making it my problem. And I'm not willing to do that. So you just lay here like an overturned turtle, and you think about that. <laughs> think about your. <laughs> and, and if you don't want to do that, you don't have to because there's going to be another one that is going. What is the what is that test for Blade Runner? The Voigtkopf test, yeah. or so you see you see a Korok seed lying on its back in the desert. No, no he should. You know what? He, he's, before he got so tired, maybe he should have divested himself of some of whatever's in this backpack. What do you think about that? By the way. Look how short your legs are, sir. And look at the size of this bag. What's wrong with you? You guys, by the time by the time I was up that mountain on like the Mako that I'd found, there was a shrine crystal, two Koroks, and two fans just like 
in storage on this thing and I fucking abandoned all of them. I was just like, you guys can stay here. I'm going, I'm going to jump in this canyon. Goodbye. Guess you live here now. See ya. I hope, really hope they're not still there. They're, they're fine. They're, they'll be okay. Um, I, you know, there is there is another game that we should talk about in the near future related to this collectibles question of like putting all these different things in front of you. Because Dave and I have been playing a game where the collectibles are virtually meaningless. Um, you get a cool vest. You get a cool vest. I don't want to talk about Star hair. Yeah, you get hair. I don't want to talk about Jedi hair. Survivor. <laughs> I don't want to talk about Jedi Survivor until you've beaten it, Dave. Let's. I want. I like. I want to save it okay. for our next episode, and you've beaten it because. Because yeah, like ultimately, I was like, I I got pretty. I got like I finished that first dungeon, and I was like dicking yeah. around, and it was like, I got Jedi Survivor going, and I hate having two big games going at once. Goofy yeah. feels that like I'm gonna disappear from Zelda and come back. Like I like even coming back to Jedi Survivor after only like a couple days, just like the muscle memory gets fucked. Yeah. Up. Yeah, so I want to finish that and like at some point I think it was like I got like 40% done with that first big sort of open world planet and like I unlocked the ability to ride those like 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 great value chocobos and yeah. I was yeah the Kroger Kroger's chocobos yeah and I was just like I Econo buy chocobo yeah I don't <laughs> like exp- America's best chocobo <laughs> The the Doctor Thunder of Chocobos, uh, or whatever off brand store Doctor Pepper you've got, it's everywhere. Uh, no, just I don't like navigating the world. It's not. Hmm. There's no reason to. There's and no there's reason. no yeah, and there's no reason. There's to. No reason to. I have finished this game, and it like we. I want. I don't want to talk about this until you, you're done because I like. Yeah, I'm. I'm. at the point now where like, like if if I see something off to the side that looks interesting, I'll do it. Because sometimes you do get like the occasional perk or whatever, which is helpful. But again, ultimately not. Well, it, it telegraphs the yeah. only ones that matter. Yeah. You, you will never find something that matters in a chest. Put it that way. Yeah. Like. And it's, it's always like good, or like a lightsaber part, and it's like, cool. Does this give me more attack? No, fuck you. Um, but I'm I'm gonna like critical path it now. I just I want to get I want to get it done. For the for the continue audience, a real conversation that Dave Roberts and I had last night uh, was how much do you care about Jedi Survivor? <laughs> Spoilers. I care about him ish. Cal Kestis gets laid. Now you know the most important thing about Jedi Survivor. Uh, cool. I, guys, I, I want to apologize in advance of the next episode because I know that, like, I always say this is the last time that you're going to hear me be angry about Star Wars. Oh, boy. You I, never say that. I know. It's because it would always be a lie. I don't want to yeah. hear you. <laughs> uh, I am very... I'm, I want to kick this game in the dick. Oh, no. Oh, I thought you liked it. I thought you thought it was a masterpiece. I Well, I think Fallen Order is a, a masterpiece. And I think this game is very, very good. And I still want to kick it in the dick. Uh, but I don't I don't want to talk about why until, okay. Okay. until Dave has gone the distance. Um, here's, 
Here's the only thing I will say about this. There's a game that all three of us agree is technically good, but deeply flawed, called Uncharted 3. Oh, yeah. Where Uncharted 3 has, like, these incredible character beats and incredible gameplay moments. And then it's like, then what if you were in the ocean for an hour? And then you had to fight a guy in the ocean. And it doesn't matter. Yeah. Set piece. Because then, um, then you just wake up on the beach after and... and it's like, what if, what if you got lost in a sandstorm? What if Respawn glued two Uncharted 3s together and oh. put a lightsaber in it? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, but, but that's... We'll get there next time. Uh, Dave, until next time, who is at fault? <laughs> who should know better who should be who, when when the uh you know claims person goes out there to serve people uh when the class action lawsuit is brought against the people for causing i guess who will be served auditory damage uh caused by the continue but our patreon backers patreon.com forward slash continue podcast uh we appreciate all of you for your support whether you're sharing the show, donating at a at a buck, or going all in, uh, we love you all. But I'm going to give a special shout out to our shout out patrons right now. We've got Josh, Jamie, Souza, Toast, Adam, Gauntlet, Michael, Coffee, Shirley, L, The Fancy Manatee, Stormshot, Matthew, Peters, Denton, Brock, Gluttony, One of Seven, Frank, Sands, Tyler, Nilsson, Shane, Nilsson, Yaddle. Ryan Brady, Jacob, Christos, Chris Cook, Christian Fisher, Skip, Dippity, Canonical, Tom, Coveney. And Nick Rugen. Thank, thank you. you all. Thank, thank, thank you, you so much. Uh, yeah, guys, the the Patreon dollars do uh, you know purchase things like copies of the Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom to let us explore the Underdark as a group for you. And they pay for our server costs. It's very, uh, very good stuff. If you do not have money for this show, we get it, man. Uh, but I mean, if you liked it enough, you'd get a second job. But whatever, you <laughs> the second job. Ken Kudaragi told you how it's done. Uh, we do know that you have siblings and friends and aunts and uncles that you hate, though, and you should tell them to listen to our show because you hate them. <laughs> do it, yeah. or if you love them for the class action lawsuit, Anthony. We want them. <laughs> we want them. Uh, you can follow us at places like uh, twitch.tv slash continue podcast where we fitfully stream uh, like our previous episode was a live stream. I think we'll probably end up doing that again before the summer is over. Uh, Susan, where can people follow you on the internet? You can follow me on Twitter at Susan Arndt. I'm also on Blue Sky, but I don't I don't know what it is. So I'm there. Oh, yeah. But too. yeah. We're going to get Dave on there, too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, com- yeah, I'm yeah, coming. Yeah. Twitter's not fun anymore. It's really not. It's not. I, I'm only there because that's where, where my people are. Yeah. Once, yeah. once they all get over to Blue Sky, that'll be that. Like, like got- it was it was fun to watch the trash fire for a bit, but now it's starting to smell real bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I don't like this. And it's getting in your clothes. And yeah. Don't want to. D- Dave, where where are you uh, huffing the fumes? Huffing the fumes uh, at David Robots. Uh, I'm also in Letterboxd at David Robots. Uh, I watched the Dungeons and Dragons movie. That was fun. It was fun. I had a good time. Uh, like I, I got ish. Whatever. Like it's fine. Like I, like everyone's having fun. 
It's good. Dave, I, you asked the relevant question. Why isn't Chris Pine in more things? It's, I'm Dave dubbing this. Likes. I'm dubbing this the Chris Pineassance. Like he needs to be in more stuff. Uh, it's just in. Don't worry, worry, darling. That's not a movie. That's not a. Real okay. Movie. I mean, it's bad, okay. and it's like it's just a waste of time. But no, I think what you're really saying is why doesn't he get to do more comedic stuff? Yes. 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 He's yeah, very because he's, he's great. So at good as the boss. He's so good. Yeah. Um, I like I like uh, in my review that I I posted on Letterboxd, I was like I would watch a half dozen of these until the series eventually like peters out and all uh, of the leads go 100%. off and drop yep. out and but yeah it's 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 fun it's just a good time uh, I will recommend a movie though it's called Bullets Over Summer it's mm-hmm. only the Kong movie that I picked up uh, it's like what if Danny Boyle directed a John Woo type movie with the lens of like the artsy nineties Hong Kong style of Wong Kar. It's weird, but it's, it's like a, like a, like a action movie hangout. It's cool. Check it out. It inspired me to get a Hawaiian shirt. Cause the, one of the guys wears them. And I was like, I, it's a good shirt. I should, I like this shirt. I was I'm admiring the, that shirt. I'm, I'm leaning like into my forties, uh, as a Hawaiian shirt dad. I'm going to, I'm going to be a parrot head now. I want to start, start going to Margaritaville. <laughs> <laughs> and uh i'm laid back i'm laid back david now you can't stop it um yeah go watch it uh, you can follow me on twitter at a john agnello uh where i will occasionally be like pray for knack three that's that's my <laughs> that's what, yeah. that's what <laughs> i could say to the i could say to the world uh, oh i i do have one more thing before we uh sign off do it Happy birthday to Christian Fisher. Happy yes. Yeah, happy birthday. Fisher. That's a half century of Christian Fisher. Yes. That's that is a, a a full life on the dangle bus, Christian. Thank you. The dangle bus is a <laughs> Oh my god. That's right. That is a deep cut So that is from, from when Anthony was streaming for honor. Because we did like the, it was like a beta code that he got, and we were, were playing it. Did you have the devs on for that, or no? Yes, we just we had we were we oh, were good. fucking with Ubisoft. Uh, but no, so yep. before, because we do the intro and then we bring the devs on to talk. Yeah, he was just playing the game, and because it's a multiplayer game, you see all of the cult, you know, the screen names of the people you're playing with, and one oh, of the guys okay. who was eviscerating Anthony was the Dangle Bus. <laughs> Which is probably okay. one of the greatest names I've ever seen, ever, ever. Uh, at... I saw uh, uh, what? Shaquille Oatmeal. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, that's good. that's 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 classic. That's one of one of the greatest of all time was long ago. Uh, to bring it full circle to Cliffy B, uh, my brother and I were playing Unreal. Uh, tournament 2003. Wow. A long time ago. 20 years ago, we're playing Unreal Tournament 2003. <laughs> and you know how, like, it was like, like the words would come up on the screen, like, you were fragged. By... Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was just like, you were fragged by Dildo Baggins. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even be mad. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. Yeah, I can't even be mad. I, I but yes, I, I knew a guy who went by Bilbo Bilbro Swaggins 
which is strong, strong big energy. Uh, Christian, you've been with uh, all of the incarnations of this show, and we love you to death, man. So, uh, and, and the Escapist podcast. That's how far back he goes. All the way back. Yeah. That is old school. Uh, everybody, we will see the rest of you in two weeks. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.